Welcome to the Resurgence Audio Podcast. Resurgence is a community platform for spiritual development, and our mission is to learn to live as God intended. For more info on the Resurgence platform, or to get on the waiting list for the launch of the platform, please visit www.joinresurgence.com. Thanks once again for tuning in. Hey, welcome back to the Resurgence Podcast. My name is Ben Richard, and I am the lead communicator here at Resurgence. This is episode 19, and the title of today's episode is Time Conscious Prayers. I've often shared a story over the years of a time when I learned how to swim as a young boy when visiting my grandfather over the holidays. I think it's important to preface this story with the fact that when I was a lot younger, probably only a few years old, I remember going to a beach with my family, and there may have been a larger group of people there as well, but at one point in the day, I was in some shallow water with the water up to my knees, when all of a sudden, I seemed to have fallen over and was swept away by a current. I remember being underwater and seeing light and water pass by my face very fast until I eventually blacked out. This was a full-blown drowning experience, and the next thing I remember was coughing up water while lying on the beach, the sunlight bright in my eyes with a few people standing around me. This incident had become lodged in my memory and gave me a real fear of deep water and the possibility of drowning again. Years later, I was visiting my grandfather who lived about maybe two or three hours away from us. And we had gone to a swimming pool somewhere nearby where he was going to teach me how to swim. The first lesson to learning how to swim, he taught me, was to learn how to float in the water. It took some time for me to learn how to float in the water because every time I would try to float, I felt unsafe if my feet couldn't touch the ground. The fears of me going under and drowning were overwhelming enough to set me in a state of panic, causing me to sink once again. So my grandfather would have me lying on my back in the water with his hand holding me up to the surface. He would then keep telling me that I can float, that I just needed to relax and believe that I can. Yet every time I would lie on my back in the water with arms stretched out and his hand holding me up, I would feel myself start to panic as I felt his hand slip away. And then I'd eventually get out of the floating position and see I, I can't. I can't. My grandfather just wouldn't give up on me though. So we kept trying. And there were times when I even tried to negotiate that we just play around and splash in the shallower end instead. The fears of my past experience of drowning repeating itself seemed to be so overwhelming that it just kept me going under every time I tried. And then I remember, in a single moment, everything changed. For some reason, I just managed to bring myself to believe that I can float. In my mind, I saw myself floating instead of seeing myself drowning. It wasn't a reality that I had ever experienced yet, but imagining it and feeling it helped me to believe that I could. I believed that I could and so I eventually did that day. I remember that final moment when, as my grandfather moved his hand away from holding me up in the water, I began to float. It came from me believing what he said 
over what I had experienced. It then meant that I needed to imagine myself floating as I closed my eyes and lay on my back with him holding me up. The imagination of me floating helped me to feel like I could do it. So let me summarize the process once again for you so you can hear the deeper meaning of what I'm trying to communicate. I had lived with the fear of my traumatic past repeating itself and me drowning. This fear kept me from learning how to float in water. My grandfather spoke to me saying the opposite would happen. He spoke the word and I heard what he said. I heard what he said and then imagined it. I imagined it and then felt myself doing it. I felt that I could definitely do it and so I did. Since then I fell in love with swimming. I went on to swim for the team in high school and even now at times when I'm visiting the beach, if I'm in the water I often swim out to the deep just to hang out. The experience of learning how to float in water and then learning how to swim was probably my earliest lesson in learning how to take my thoughts captive, challenge them, and then instead believe the kind of thoughts that would enable me to do what I could not do before. I want to share a powerful scripture with you this morning that highlights this process and shows us how we can reach a state of peace regarding something we're anxious about, but to even see breakthrough happen in our lives regarding things that we're believing for. Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 to 9 says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the God of peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hidden within this scripture is some powerful truth on how we can not only find peace in a situation, but also see breakthrough in having our prayers answered by God. I'll break it down for you as quickly as I can, going line by line. The scripture begins by saying, Do not be anxious about anything. I don't have time to go into a detailed description on the difference between fear and anxiety, but I will say this. Fear is a response to a known or understood threat. For example, if you see a snake, you might feel immediate fear in response to the potential danger that it represents. You may have never experienced an encounter with a snake before in your life, but you know the potential dangers of what could happen, and these are based on fact. Fears don't necessarily draw on past experiences, but on common knowledge instead. Anxiety, on the other hand, often lacks a clear, immediate external threat. It is often more related to worries about the future events or situations that have yet to unfold. Anxieties tend to draw on adverse past experience or traumas that we may have faced. Anxiety is felt more deeply than fear is. In fact, fear is an emotion created by God and can be good for us. But anxiety never is. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So how do we present our request to God? By prayer and petition, but with thanksgiving. Listen to this carefully. Prayer and petition can only be given when a need isn't met yet. 
but thanksgiving can only be offered once the need has already been met. So why would you give thanks for something that you are in need of? In fact, how can you possibly be thankful for something that you just asked for but haven't received yet? The Bible is full of stories where great men and women of faith seem to live with the belief that what they were hoping for has already happened. It just hadn't manifested yet. The most profound example of this is found in the Gospels. Jesus had a crowd of over 5,000 people in front of him who were hungry. He was only given five loaves of bread and two fish. This amount of food was clearly not enough to provide for the massive crowd of over 5,000 people. But as the story goes, the five loaves and two fish miraculously multiplied to an amount so much that they had 12 baskets left over after everyone in that crowd was done eating. So how did this happen? What did Jesus do to make it happen? Well, if you read the text, he took the five loaves and the two fish in his hands. He looked up to heaven and gave thanks to God the Father. There are many stories like this, where thankfulness has proven to be the key to manifesting what God wants to do in a situation. Thanksgiving takes us to the other side of our need and positions us in a place where we have already imagined receiving it to the point that we are truly grateful. Anxiety has to do with the future. Thanksgiving has to do with the past. You are living in the present. If you are anxious about the future, what you need to do in the present moment is connect with God and tell Him what you need. But don't stay in a state of need, but imagine the need being met and give him thanks as though he's already answered your prayer. This positions you in a place of expectancy, knowing that what you are thankful for will in fact manifest. And this is how you make your request known to God. So let's read the scripture once more. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And what does it say happens next? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The kind of peace that transcends all logic, all reasoning, all rationale, will guard your hearts and your minds. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the reminder that you are the God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That my past is under the blood of Jesus. I am fully forgiven. And now living in the mercy and the grace that you have provided for me today. Thank you for being present with me, even when I don't feel your presence. Thank you for having a will for my life a future that you've dreamt of for me. And that while you stand at the glorious finish line of my life, you are with me in the present moment, willing to carry me towards it. Give me the faith to know that what I have seen and all that I see even now is not all that there is. You have so much more in store for me. Things that are good, 
good for me and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. That wraps up today's episode, and I look forward to being back with you once again tomorrow. Same time, same place. God bless.